Today's episode, we're going to be sitting down with the owner of M&M Photography, and he's going to tell us a little bit about how we got started, how 2020 went for him, and his upcoming goals of what he's looking to achieve. So would you be able to tell us a little about how you got started with photography? Um, so I'm Michael of M&M Photography, LLC, uh, based here in Connecticut. Um, I serve Connecticut, Massachusetts, New York, and uh, hopefully soon the full East Coast. Um... I started out about six years ago. Um, I messed around with my uh, old cell phone, taking pictures of like flowers and just stuff. You know, all <laughs> yeah. The place. yeah. Um, and then I uh, realized that I was like, I was pretty talented at this. So I, I uh, got my first little professional camera from Walmart, um, started taking pictures of people. Um, uh, skateboards at the skate park. I spent a lot of time there okay. developing the skill of taking a picture right. properly. Um, and, you know, as time grew, I just progressed more, you know, developed a lot faster and uh, upgraded. And now I am official licensed business in Connecticut. Um, and uh, I've done, I have, have, I have a very large body of work uh, for my age. And um, I look forward to continuing to grow from here. All right, that's cool. So you started off with um, kind of the phone messing around with that. Yeah. Do you kind of like attract you as like a like a niche? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had to keep getting investing, investing in yourself. Yeah. You kind of grew from there. Um, I realized I spent a lot of time, you know, doing it, and I spent a lot of time outside, you know, getting different angles of flowers, right, and close and whatnot. Um, and I realized I was like, I like how you know you can change how the picture looks to make it look, you know, different ways. Right. Yeah. So, definitely. There's a lot of power, you know, in terms of like being able to, you know, tell a story or something. So. I kind of fell in love with that whole idea. So, and um, in terms of the shoots you've done so far, what are some of the some of the things you've been able to shoot over your your time since you've been up and running? Um, I've shot for the the YMCA. That's um, big. I've done. I've had contracts with churches in Connecticut. I've done uh, fashion houses in Connecticut. I've done you know weddings and baby showers and editorials and i've gotten published a few times in small local stuff um this year i'm aiming to get published in um a new york based magazine um new york fashion explosion um but uh yeah that's kind of how it's been so far i mean it sounds like you know you're able to take that hobby and turn it into a whole a whole business yeah. and it's being recognized multiple different places how's that feel oh it feels great um it definitely was uh a dream um that I, I had when i was about like 15 and um i realized that i'm really talented with this and i was like you know why not monetize it and so i you know as a kid i've you know i had big dreams of like one day being able to shoot for vogue and yeah. q and you know being a world traveling photographer and whatnot and so i still the big you know end goals is to get to that very pinnacle of the industry but um um i learned quickly that it took a lot of time and dedication um so i had to learn to you know work on time management i had to work on a lot of my editing of course and i spent you know thousands of hours over the years you know investing 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 so money and time and resources and everything else um but where i'm at now is a result of you know all the hard work i put in most definitely you know so that's to keep that same energy up and you know stay ready for when the big opportunity comes for sure yeah so for the editing part is that self-taught as well or did you do any sort of like formal training for that part 
So, uh, not a lot of formal training. Okay. Um, I took a class or two in high school. Um, everything else was just YouTube. Um, so before, I didn't know Photoshop at all, and Photoshop is the key for photographers. Yeah. And even up until um, before the uh, COVID nineteen pandemic hit. Um, I was adamant I was not going to use Photoshop. I was stuck to Lightroom. I was like, I don't want to, you know, change people's skin and, you know, everything. I want to leave it natural. Right. Until I realized that, you know, the only way to elevate yourself is to take it to that next level. For sure. That's that's where the money is at, you know. Anyone can take a picture, but where you can really start to see the, you know, recognition and, you know, the, the monetary gain from it and everything else, you know, where your work can put you in different rooms is if you elevate it to that next level. Um so I, I spent the whole quarantine, you know, the whole lockdown, just studying YouTube, how to edit on Photoshop, how to you know touch, retouch skin, and you know remove acne and everything else. Sure. Um, and uh, my work improved ten times over, and it got me a lot more clients as a result. You know, people like to see that high, you know, the high fashion kind of work. Yeah, definitely. And you know, when they see that, and they're like, "Oh, I like this. You know, I want you to make me look like this." Like. Oh my God, her skin is so beautiful. I want you to maybe look like this. You know, so the clients started to come a lot, you know, quicker and a lot more um, consistently. Um, so yeah, it's it's uh, it, it definitely was self taught. Okay, and I'm still learning. You know? Yeah, I mean it's a continuous process. Continuous. Yeah, definitely. But that's the best part. Oh, for sure. I learn something literally every day. I edit, and I'm finding out something new. I'm like, oh hey, I can do this. I can do this. Oh, I can save time by saving this, and you know. So it, that makes your product just that much more valuable. Oh, that yeah. time and effort you're putting in, you could just add that at extra zero every yep. time you learn something new. <laughs> every time. <laughs> so, what challenges have you run into just in general with photography so far? Um, a, a few challenges. A lot of them, uh, I didn't have. But I, well, first starting out, I didn't have a lot of help. Okay. Um, so I would reach out to a lot of the pros in Connecticut, some of the top guys, you know, the people who are already full time established. Um. And I never really got a lot of responses back from anybody. Um, you know, everyone said, yeah, network. So I'm like 17, 18, 19, fresh on the scene. Yeah. I'm networking with these big names in Connecticut. I'll get left on red a lot or I'll get left open. Some people don't even bother to open the message. Some people will say, um, hey, work hard, have faith, you know, uh, pray, um, and just work hard. Da, 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 da. I'm like, yeah. That's that's the basic answer. Yep. Yeah. How can I get to the next level? How can I get to where you're getting? Yeah. And the toughest part that was really discouraging, you know, as I was as a young man, was that a lot of the times those people who look like us. You know, I was like, if you made it from you know coming from projects and you're now like you know established in Connecticut and you know you're living off your craft and everything, I want to learn how you did it, right? Um, I just I wanted to know you know how I can get to where you're at you know as the next generation coming after you right because you know each one teach one you know we have to continuously educate the generation coming after us that way you know this constant cycle of you know people will always be there to take the mantle and run with it but you know I ended up teaching myself you know I was gonna play the you know what was me no one wants to help me I taught myself that was gonna be my next question. Like what did what did you do with that response? Because there's, there's some people that would be like, all right, they're not going to help. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess that that's it. It seems like you kind of motivated yeah, yourself, push yourself, you went know, forward. We live in the age where everything's at our fingertips. Yeah, you know, there's not one thing I can't find on Google. There's not one thing I can't find on YouTube for sure. And I quickly learned that there's a YouTube video for everything in this world. One hundred percent photography. 
every little thing, even if I couldn't get Photoshop to work properly, there's a video that has everything. So I, I really just took the time and practice and practice and ask questions. And if I get any response, I just go to YouTube, go to the internet, and I just use my resources. Um, because I want, I knew I, I wanted the dream that bad where I was going to get it any way possible. Um, so, you know, the lack of help starting out was a big issue, but I quickly got over it. And now I'm kind of a lot more self-sufficient. And now I actually have people, a group of um, people who I can go to and say, hey, you know, how do I do this? You know, what's the best marketing strategy? And they'll tell me how to do these things. Gotcha. Um, based out of, you know, um, their experience. And then um, another one would be, um, understanding that the first couple of years in business might be your toughest years in terms of getting clients. I'm still going through that growing phase. Yeah. So I'm not getting clients consistently just yet, but I have the body of work to present where I'm always ready if someone comes with opportunity. Um, and I believe that you have to stay ready so that you don't have to get ready. Because if you don't, and I missed out on opportunities before in my younger years, right. and I'd rather have it, you know, happen then than when I'm established because I don't want to miss out on any you know big contracts or anything, of course you know? yeah, yeah, yeah I'd rather make all the mistakes when I'm young so when I'm established and you know full force there's you know there's no time to mess up um like someone would say hey do you know how to you know do photoshop and they're like no not exactly I don't really know how to do that and right there is where I say okay well we'll find someone else who does right and I quickly realized that I was like okay I have to upgrade my arsenal i have to you know expand my knowledge and not be so limited because you're missing out on a lot more opportunities of work and whatnot um so yeah i just um i just stayed ready i learned as much as possible i was always learning every day day in day out i don't care if i went to work for eight hours i came home and i spent another four or five six hours just learning because um i believe that i had to always you know be ready so whenever someone comes to ask me oh hey can you do this yep i got you yeah so and i think that's that's the important key i, I love that quote when you're ready you you really don't need to get yep. you, the opportunities are going to come and it's if you're not ready for them yep. then you're going to miss the boat right. at the same time like would you would you say that you would appreciate where you've come from as much as if they were to kind of show you the path do you feel like you having to dig it out and get it out the mud yourself mm -hmm. has that Put more appreciation into where you've where oh. you've come. Do you feel like you would have learned as much if they would have gave it to you versus you having to go dig it, dig yeah. it out yourself? I feel like if I didn't suffer and work for it, and I mean like really have to suffer for it, I wouldn't appreciate where I'm at right now. So every gig I get, I treat it like it's my last, you know, because it's like you That's know, the still way to go. I'm still in that early phase where you never know if you'll get another chance again. Right. So you take it and you kill it, and you just you know you wait for the next one, but you stay ready for the next one. For sure. You know, I don't. I wouldn't say I'm gonna relax for a little bit. I'm not getting any clients. No, I'll still be on YouTube. I'll go through old photos. I'll try them again with new techniques that I know now, and um, you know, keep myself out there just to stay ready for the next opportunity and the next. Um, yeah, I definitely appreciate what I have a lot more at this stage now, as opposed to if someone just gave me a free pass to get where I need to get. I don't think I would appreciate. You know, it really comes down to the journey. That's really the for most sure. fun part. You know. It's not easy. Obviously, you know, as an entrepreneur, there's days where you may not get clients for a while. You may see a slow period, but you still have to fall in love. You still have to love the uh, the dream that much. You have to want that bad where you, you right. know, you exactly. to, you'll tough out those tough days. Um, so Yeah, I mean, doing the actual craft doesn't feel like work 
after a certain because you know mm-hmm. I've, I've sacrificed for it. I love it. I now love what I do. It right. doesn't feel like work. Yep, and true. that's the that's the key. Uh, that's why I try to work as hard as I can, mm-hmm. um, just with the preparation and build up. Because I know once once I get to the summit, like th- this is this is fun. Right. Being able to sit down, yes. different business owners, exactly. just kind of learn their craft, yep. pick their brain. That's definitely the most enjoyable part for definitely me. So is, definitely, definitely is. loving that. Yeah. Um, so for let's say conversation with your younger self when you first picked up the the phone, started taking the pictures. Mm-hmm. What advice would you have for yourself looking back? Um, I would say to not depend on, you know, not always look for, uh, don't always look to run for help too quickly. I would say to try and figure it out on your own first. Okay. Um, in my younger years, you know, obviously, um, going out, you know, taking the bus at like, you know, 16, 17, 18, um, I feel like I was always afraid to ask for help. Um, but I was also afraid to try new things on my own without having guidance. So having to step out into a, a world where I didn't know anyone or anything, you know, in an industry where, you know, you don't know anything about it. You don't know how to market. You just know that you one day made an Instagram account and you threw some pictures up there. You know nothing. Right. Um, a lot of times I felt like I had to have help at all times, but a lot of times you won't have that help. You're really going to have to learn to do things on your own. Um um, and a lot of times that's what I learned a lot a lot of times in the workforce you know I go and sign a contract a lot of times help won't be given to you they just want you to show up and they're paying you to do what you know do a job exactly um, there won't be a lot of um, times for you to ask someone oh hey how do I do this um, and I learned that pretty quickly um, in early gigs where I was making like 50 bucks for you know whatever um, and um, so learning to stand on my own two feet was definitely something. So that's something I'll teach myself. Okay. Um, and then another one would be um, don't let um, what people say affect you. Um, you'll always get criticized for everything you do, whether it's good or bad. Somebody will always find something wrong with what you're doing. You know. Um, and a lot of times, um, so there's an instance where I was doing a gig for the YWCA and this was I want to say at least maybe three four years ago um and um I shot an event for them and the lady apparently wasn't impressed with the pictures and she called me a failure um so obviously being a younger person I I, there were some tears there's some emotions I I I really cried because I was like this is my dream and someone told me I failed at my dream so as a young man, not knowing obviously too much, and you know, not knowing what I know now, I didn't know how to handle that. I didn't, ha- I, you know, so I called some people and you know, we talked through it. You know, I was lucky that I had a you know a support system a little bit, but um, I really didn't know how to take that. Um, so, given what I know now, I would tell my younger self, don't even worry about it. You know, it may you know bother you a little bit, but just brush it off. It's okay to show emotion, you know, but brush it off at the end of the day and keep working. Because my first instinct that day was to put it down, put the camera down, never pick it up again. Um, but I realized if I did that, I would have failed myself and failed anyone else that believed in me. Right. Yeah. Right. Even if I don't see it or hear it from them, I would have failed everyone that believed in me too. Um, and then obviously the adversities I had faced to you know in becoming a photographer and chasing that dream, you know I would have proven everyone else right. Um, so um, I'm glad I didn't put down the camera that day. 
um, otherwise I wouldn't be here. Um, so that's something I definitely, you know, have encouraged my younger self, you know, don't take it too personal when, you know, people criticize you, you know, keep doing what you're going to do. And um, uh, just wake up every day with that same energy and, and, you know, you'll get where you need to be in due time. Right. I mean, and at the same time, that emotion means you care. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. at, at that point, um, there's, like you said, you can either go one, one, one or two ways. You can quit or you can keep going. Everybody has that moment of failure. It's those who can uh, kind of flip that failure and learn from it and turn it into a success. So the ones that are able to cre- keep creating, build on their platform, and then ultimately win in the end. thing is, especially in the early years, you know, I used to be afraid to fail, but I embrace failing. Yeah. Because, you know, as long as I get all the kings and stuff out of the way, once, once the, the big opportunities start rolling around, there's less of a chance of me making those same mistakes that I did, you know, when I was 21 or, or 18 or 17. Yeah. You know, it's going to be that much stronger at the same time because, I mean, all right, I messed up here. Let me go back, work, watch this video, mm-hmm. add that to my arsenal. You're just that much stronger at the same time. Exactly. It. Yeah. So 2020 was a crazy year for for everybody. So how would you say 2020 went for you both personally and professionally? Um, collectively, I would say it was, um, I would say it was, it was a seven out of 10 Okay. for my business. Um, the summertime was kind of the busiest time for me. Um, I was able to do quite a bit of shoots and shoot a wedding. Um, even in the pandemic, uh, it was, it was definitely nice to be able to do that. Um, the fall, um, the early fall um, was pretty decent. Then it slowed down around um, October, November. But the holiday season picked up a little bit. Um, had a major family session that was like four hours worth. Um, um, had a pr- couple pretty big shoots and had about two or three big projects I did in December. Okay. So December was a pretty busy month. Um, Is that normally a high period for photography? I would think so, right? With the holidays and everybody wanted to take family photos. No, um, it never it never was for me. Okay. Before, but um, this year, obviously, my work progressed. It, it increased tremendously from March to the end of the year, so it got a lot busy because okay. work yeah. got better. So a lot of people were reaching out saying, "Hey, we love your work. You're an amazing photographer." Um, so yeah, as the work got better through the course of the year, right, a lot more people tapped in. You know. As followed, so. so what are some of your plans for this year for the year 2021 have you been able to plan out anything or any goals for this year i, I just want to build consistency this okay I'm working on um have you know this is not hard for me to put out you know good work i put out great work all the time people tell me they comment they're like yeah we love this so now it's just building that consistency where you know i get clientele maybe like you know a cut like one or two every week okay you know to try and build a consistency and then from there then you'll start having five six clients a week and things of that nature um i'm just working my way to get into that stage so oh, building where there's one client a week and then you go from there you have two clients a week and then three and then four and so would you say that instagram is helping with the whole photography industry or is it uh is it hurting it in a way because everybody now with the phone in their hand has the thought that they're a photographer. So what would you say about um, how that's affecting the industry? Um, uh, helping? I, I don't know. Yes and no. 
So yes, in a sense where you know it's an easy access gallery where people can just you know browse your work right. and people can find you via hashtag. But with the whole age of Instagram photographers and you know mobile editing and whatnot, it's kind of you know it kind of can get you can kind of get washed out. I feel like you could definitely tell the difference between someone that's actually has a uh, photographer on hand that has the knowledge about the editing, the lighting, the angles. And versus someone that just picked up a phone and started taking a couple pictures, that personability factor just isn't there. Yeah. You know, but I still, you know, the dream is going to be the same regardless. You know, if it means hustle harder, it means hustle harder and market yourself more. And, you know, if it means getting in someone's face and giving them a business card and saying, this is why you should book me and this is why, you know. But, um, yeah, regardless of, of, you know, if it's, you know, People will say, yeah, the algorithms kind of you know throw them off. And, yeah. You know, if that means hustle hard, it just means hustle hard. Mm-hmm. A lot of that can't be done on the phone. Yeah. The retouching and stuff like that, I don't think that can be done on the phone, at least not yet that I know of. But, um, yeah, there's just certain things with, with the standard DSLR that you can't get with the camera, no matter how good the iPhone is. There's just some things that, you know, no matter how sharp the iPhone is, you know, there's always cameras that they're still developing that'll be a thousand times sharper. You know, right now Sony has, you know, one of their top of the line cameras is like maybe five, six thousand dollars, sixty-one megapixels. You know, and the iPhone is not coming close to that. Yeah. At least not in the foreseeable future. So. All right. So let me put you on the spot. So, what's your preference in cameras? Are you a Sony guy? Do you go Canon or maybe Nikon for your um, camera of choice? So. Um, I have a Canon 1D Mark III. Okay. It's my workhorse. I love the quality. Um, I've never been a Nikon person. The The colors just aren't as vibrant to me as a Canon. Um, but my dream camera, um, and I'm really working towards getting that, is the Sony. Um, I definitely want the Sony. Um, one camera from the Sony A7 series. Um, I mean, they're world class, top of the line. Yeah. All the pros use them. The quality is amazing. You know the quality you get from their lenses are amazing, and um, it's it's a little steep price. <laughs> you know, it's a little outside of my budget right now, but it's definitely my dream camera. Okay. Um, one day I'll, I'll be able to have that in my arsenal. Yeah, put that on the vision board. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, the cameras it, it's a couple thousand dollars, but I can understand why. It really will, and you can tell the the, the photographers who shoot with the higher level cameras. You know, obviously they're they've been in the game for a while yeah but you could tell the, the quality it you know and then you know, it, it evaluates your price too you know oh for sure it's on your gear you know you can base your price you know on that on that that uh kind of scale yeah it's definitely an investment oh yeah it, uh, you can only get better so you know you invest in yourself you know you definitely you're definitely going to see the- and make sure those numbers reflect it for sure yeah. for sure yeah let me ask this so are you someone that's able to um kind of keep scrolling when they see a photo on instagram or are you someone that needs to kind of analyze it i would have taken this angle i don't like the lighting in this one so what do you do when you kind of see those those photos taken sometimes a little bit of both um i'll go you know i'll see other photographers in atlanta and california and all over the place I'm like this is amazing this is amazing yeah um that i probably would have done a little differently but you know that's just that's just me um I found a lot lately that if I'm watching Netflix or like watching a movie, I'm really drawn to the cinematics of everything, like how the angles are shot. Yeah. Hitting. Like my brain kind of thinks about it. So I'll be with my friends watching, be like, Mike, did you see that? I'm like, oh, what, what? No. I was looking at, I'm looking at the camera yeah. and everything, but um, I'm very fascinated by that too. So that's my brain is just, you know.
I'm definitely the same way. After doing a lot of screenwriting, I can never just sit down and watch a movie. I have to sit there analyzing it. Okay, here's the hero's journey. Here comes the twist. Oh, she's going to be taken there. I can kind of dictate and predict what's going to happen next in the film. Let's see how they do, like, behind the scenes of the film. Like, yeah. Something's wrong before is, you know, they have the person that's either running or they have it on the, you know, the... Um, the dolly and it's just moving through really fast. exactly and i've got uh, i really love seeing how cameras you know capture the different and they put it together to make a movie it's amazing for sure and then obviously when i started i, I shoot with uh, a couple of on um cinematic lenses okay and that's just really drawn me more into the world of cinematography yeah so it's like yeah. in terms of next stages for your company or, or next phases so what are you planning on um transitioning to you got anything new coming up um, my my next major plan is just to solidify myself uh, within the next two to three years. Okay. Um, hopefully, um, my five year plan definitely includes me expanding throughout the East Coast. Um, so I want to go as far as Maine. You know, if it ha takes me, but I want to be able to touch New York. Um, I haven't shot there yet. Um, I want to shoot in Massachusetts more often. I want to expand out there. Um, expand more to the coastline of Connecticut. So, you know, Greenwich and all those places. I want to go to Philly and um, Pennsylvania and uh, shoot pretty much all up in the East Coast. I want to be able to, you know, be consistent through there. Right. Um, and then from there, I'll take on the rest of the United States and then the world afterwards. But, um, yeah, eventually I, I, I want to start, you know, getting consistent in Connecticut first. Okay. And from there, expanding out and um, – so um, I'm doing a lot of advertisements, a lot of marketing and getting things out. And um, Instagram ads have helped. Facebook ads have definitely helped. Um, I've had people from other states, you know, like my page and, right. you know, ask questions and, you know, things of that nature. Even if they didn't book a shoot, at least, you know, they got my uh, my ten they got my attention. Right. You know, or I got their attention um, enough for them to like the business page. So at least they're aware that, hey, amateur photography is someone that we should, you know. Exactly. Like, they felt that it was enough for you know me, them to follow me so you know i definitely don't take it lightly a a any number is a good number even whether it's one like that means someone out there saw you exactly you know so. even if they don't book with you on that occasion it's still an investment you're planting a seed um and then next time down the line if your paths do cross they're able to all right i know he's knowledgeable i know he, he's a great person to uh to work with he does good photography He's able to tell me about what he knows, so I know that he's going to be definitely a, a good partner to hook up with here in order to get these photos done. For magazines, I know that, um, is Vogue still one of the top ones? How do you think that's going to evolve? You know we're moving more towards a, a digital type platform for all services. With magazines being the paper copy, do you think this is uh, is going to be a change in the, in the future? Something else is going to come up and replace it? Instagram, a lot of the times now, is where everybody's able to go in and kind of see the photos that they're looking for, not necessarily run into the magazine rack as much anymore. Do you think a digital sort of magazine will be able to still make moves? Yeah. In order for you know anybody in any industry to survive, whether you're in the makeup industry or you know, the video or photo or what have you, you know, a lot of, we all work to, a lot of us, you know, work together in the, you know, industry. Um, so if it, you know, means that, you know, eventually one company moves towards digital magazine, that's just how things are going to be. Is Instagram going to become the perfect substitute for it? Because, you know, looking at it now, like when there was TV, traditionally, there was like the ABC, CBS, NBC. 
So now everybody's going to the platforms like Facebook and YouTube for their content. That's more becoming the traditional uh, basis for how people watch. Do you think that maybe Instagram or something that may replace it will become the new kind of the magazine feed, the new source where people go get their new content? Something coming after. Way there, if I'm not mistaken, they yeah. add, they add, you know, with them adding like shopping features and stuff like that. Yeah, they may have a shopping feature where you can, you know, shop and book with a photographer, things of that nature, or, you know, maybe you get to view the magazine digitally, and then you could pick who you want to work with. So, hey, I really like the person who did this makeup. Oh, her link is right here. Oh, I like the person who did the video, the behind the scenes. Oh, his link is right here. Yeah. Oh, I like the person who did the pictures. Oh, his link is right here, all attached. You know, just like in the credits of a magazine, everyone is listed who was a part of the magazine. From editor to writer to photographer, MUA, everything. You know? So, um, I, I think that's the way the world's moving, and it's just ad- um, 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 adaptability. Oh, be open to change and, you know, also have the talent to you know adapt with it because some people you know change happens and they get wiped out because you know not able to adapt yeah as long as you can adapt you can survive in this world so yeah all right i think that was a great conversation definitely appreciate you coming in and sitting down with me today i definitely can say that i learned a lot from you if you want to give out your handles maybe website or social media that people be able to follow you on uh, yes. Uh, so you can find me on Instagram at capture.myworld. Again, that's capture, C A P T U R E dot myworld. Um, M Y W O R L D. Um, Facebook, Michael Martin Jr. My business page is MM Photography. Um, and my website is www.mmphotographyllc.org. Again, that's www.mmphotographyllc.org. All right, thanks for listening. Thank you, man. All right, great. Thanks for stopping by. And thanks, everybody, for listening to another episode of Back to Business.